2: Hey guys, it's Allie. It's Melissa. And producer Maria. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the Erio show, The Margaret Show, is doing something really cool for March. It's called Mortal Minorities. It is going to be running all through March. And if you like celebrity guests and true crime and Margaret Show, you're going to love it. So uh, check out this trailer. Hi everyone. It's Margaret. You know, I am true crime obsessed and I'm so excited because we are doing Mortal Minority March here at the Margaret Show. For all of March, I'll be sitting down with a comedian guest like Robin Tran, Alec Mappa, or Brent Weinbach to talk about one of my favorite subjects, minorities who kill. You think you have the potential to be a serial killer? No, no, but I think I could get killed. If you're Asian, American, yeah, and you and you want to blend crime, in and
3: disappear?
4: Just go to Hawaii. You've got
3: to go to Hawaii. Just go to Hawaii. They'll Hawaii. never find you.
4: The electric chair would just be the worst. I also wonder what it looks like with your hair. Like, does it, like, poof up?
1: I feel like there's a preventative measure to this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. If you're an Asian and has a younger sibling, and you right. want
4: them to kill your boyfriend, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it.
2: Don't miss... Mortal Minority March. Subscribe to the Margaret Show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.
0: An Eelios original.
2: Hello and welcome. Ba-da-da-da. <laughs> they say it's your birthday! <laughs> That's,
4: that was so long because my headphones were turned all the way up.
3: If the rumors are true, it is my birthday.
4: Happy birthday to you! Cha cha cha! Happy birthday to you! Should we be washing our hands. Yeah. At the same time. Oh
3: yes. Oh yeah. That's how long you're supposed to do it for. You're twice. Happy birthday. Will you? Will the Pakwaji sing me a little bit of happy birthday?
2: Happy birthday to you. That's oh, nice. Cute. Happy birthday
4: to
1: you. Oh.
2: Happy
4: birthday to
2: <laughs> Mr. president. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> I like that little pizzazz. Why did that give me chills? I don't know why. It was weird. It was
3: oddly sexual. (laughs)
2: Um, Happy birthday, Abby.
3: Oh, fuck it. Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings. By the way, when I came into the studio today, the, Melissa and Maria had decorated, and it was so sweet. And also, they had given me all of my favorite products from 7-Eleven, which is my favorite store. Red Bull, Creamy Ranch Doritos, Oreos, and Scratchers, and I won $8. And they said I could keep it.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to pay half to Erios. Yes,
3: that is true. Half it's it's in serious. your contract. No, <laughs> that, is, that is true. They own the IP. We lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve the case. I am Allie Siegel.
4: I'm Melissa Stettin.
3: Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts, and in-studio videos. Where you can see that I it's my birthday. Oh, you can
4: see all the decorations. You can see the In decorations. The also,
3: you can see that I dyed my hair yellow and I thought that it was going to wash out and now it's just permanently neon yellow like the Joker. Oops. Oops. My bad. <laughs> um donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our Bimbo patrons. For merch, Melissa, where can people go?
4: You can go to webcrawlerspod.com or hothorse.horse.
3: If you are nasty, and our Erios hotline, we have gotten a
4: uh, uh, jingle.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have got I was gonna we'll insert the jingle here. Yes. I guess. Six
1: two six six oh four six two six two.
3: Eerios. But also, I was gonna say, we've gotten so many messages, it's crazy. It's crazy. Also,
4: you're all high. <laughs> it's surprising about actually no it's not surprising it's not surprising <laughs> it's but about not.
3: half of the messages all say <laughs> sorry i'm high at one point
2: we're during a the
4: stoner message. podcast you guys are
3: all stoners and we love that about you but just all of our listeners are drug addicts um, <laughs> but
4: our jingle is from joran kane yes
3: and thank you so much for yeah, that if
4: you want to go to his website joran
3: or hothorse.horse. Oh, hothorse.horse. If, if you're nasty. <laughs>
4: Thanks for the jingle.
3: <laughs> Thank you for the jingle. Melissa, who are our patrons?
4: We have Bianca B, mm. Erica S, cool. Jane S, mm. Suzanne K, nice. Allison G. Spelled with two
3: L's, not one.
4: Yeah, sorry. So we're still friends. Okay, what is
3: our topic for today, Melissa?
4: Our main topic is the Texas Killing Fields. Ooh. So since the early 70s, a desolate strip of land in Texas. Just like my vagina. Oh, a desolate strip of Allie's vagina in Texas has become synonymous with missing and murdered women.
2: <laughs> 30, well, I take I that back. L- I don't like that laugh.
4: <laughs> 30 bodies have been found in this remote wasteland. Oh,
3: oh no! It's known
4: as the Texas Killing Fields. So why has this area become a dumping ground for murderers?
3: Okay, well, that is like my vagina.
4: That's true. <laughs> Let's get into Let's it. Let's
3: get into it.
1: A huge development in two cold cases from the so-called killing fields in Galveston County decades ago.
0: It is a murder mystery that we've been following for decades now. Women killed and dumped in the so-called killing fields in League City. One of the longest-running real-life mysteries in Houston's history.
4: So what are these fields? So the Texas Killing Fields is an area in southeast Texas bordering the Calder Oil Field. It stretches 25 miles between Houston and Galveston. The fields are part of a 50 mile stretch on Interstate 45, which is known as the Highway of Hell. Sick. Since the early 1970s, 30 bodies of murder victims have been found within the killing fields area. They were mainly the bodies of girls or young women. Oof. Many young girls have disappeared from this area, and the girls' bodies, if they are in fact dead, are still missing. A lot of missing women. Tons. It's believed that many of the murders are the work of multiple serial killers. Yeah. Most of the victims were aged 12 to 25. Oof. Some shared similar physical features such as similar hairstyles. And despite exhaustive efforts by the League City, Texas police, along with the FBI, very few of these murders have been solved. And those that have were confessed from prison or forced from the police. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, the fields have been described as a perfect place for killing somebody and getting away with it. You can see the oil refineries and the i 45 But if you yelled, no one would hear you. And if you ran, there's nowhere really to go.
3: Uh, The first victim went missing on June 17th, 1971. Her name was Colette Wilson. She was 13 and she went missing after getting off a bus after school. Her body was found five months later with a gunshot to the head. The police had a few suspects but didn't have enough evidence to charge anyone. Less than a month later, Brenda Jones, 14, was last seen on her way to visit her aunt. Her body was found in Galveston Bay a day later. Side note, Galveston Bay is where Robert Durst dumped the torso of Morris Black, his neighbor and friend. Yeah, Weird. Yep. A month after Brenda was found, Rhonda Johnson, 14, and Sharon Shaw, 13, were last seen walking in Galveston, and their remains were found five months later in a marsh. Weird, this five months thing. Four more girls went missing that year, and the disappearances continued through the 80s and 90s. Bodies were found, cars were abandoned, but no one was ever charged. And there's a lot of notable cases. In 1982, 15-year-old Michelle Garvey left her home in Connecticut, possibly through her bedroom window. She's believed to have hitchhiked, but it's unclear how she ended up in Texas. Her body was found a month after she disappeared and only hours after her death. Authorities were unable to identify her body but could determine that the victim was a white female between 15 and 20 years old with blue eyes and curly red hair. The cause of death was strangulation. She was buried near two other unidentified murder victims. There was evidence that she had been sexually assaulted. No bra or shoes were recovered and the shirt had also been unbuttoned. For nearly 20 years, no one knew the body was Michelle's. They exhumed the body in 2011 to run DNA tests, including comparing the DNA to Michelle's brother. An amateur online sleuth, Polly Penwell, came across the cases of Garvey and the unidentified body and suggested to the National Center for Missing and Exploiting Children that they could be the same person after she compared both cases while researching them
4: on WebSleuths. Yeah.
3: Is that a podcast? What is that? No,
4: WebSleuth is a website.
3: Oh really? Yeah,
4: it's I, I've been on there multiple times. It's a lot of like amateur sleuths, like just talking about like murders and missing people. And I'm probably dumb for not knowing what that is. Right? This
2: is crazy though. I just typed in Polly Penwell. She has autism and a passion to solve cold case, cold missing persons cases. And she's just this woman that just spends her time figuring out. Murders. We should have her on. Yeah,
4: yeah. She she compared, I guess, the photos to this missing body and was like, "This is probably her." And she solved the case. It's pretty amazing.
3: A one woman CSI unit. That's so cool. That's awesome.
4: Wow. Yeah. Polly Polly Penwell Penwell.
3: considered. This is from um, Northern Express website. Oh. Oh, no, that's just the date. That's just the date today. I, I was like, this article was written today. Um, <laughs> it says, Polly Penwell considered herself separated from the outside world. As a grown woman with autism, she is isolated and doesn't leave her house much. Oh,
4: wow. But she's
3: become a one-woman crime crime solver unit, solving crimes long considered cold by authorities. She's solved cases that eluded authorities for three decades. Wow. Uh, They could be the same person. Michelle was officially identified in 2014, 31 years after she died, thanks to Polly Penwell.
4: That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so another case is Crystal Jean Baker. Her great aunt was Norma Jean Baker who we all know as Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1996, Crystal Jean Baker left her grandmother's house during a fight they were having, and Crystal was last seen using a phone at a local convenience store to apologize and ask family to come get her. But two hours later, her body was found. She was raped, strangled, and dumped over the I-10 Trinity River Bridge.
3: So, so far, how many is this? This is one...
2: Help her out, Melissa. Three, three four, 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 five, five, <laughs> six, six, seven. Seven so far.
4: Yeah, it goes... It's There's Nuts. at least 30, I think. Oh, my God. Uh, there's also Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson in 1971, which is the same year as all the other ones so far. Yeah. Uh, these two reportedly outdoorsy gals disappeared while hitchhiking... Only to have their bodies discovered in the killing fields. One man, Edward Harold Bell, who's a convicted sex offender and murderer, claims to have killed Debbie and Maria, along with many of the other girls found in the fields. But he claims that he was brainwashed into committing the crimes. Like, what
3: does that even mean? Yeah,
4: we'll talk about him a little more later, too. And then in letters written from a maximum security cell... 17, 17 years after the crime, Bell described killing the girls. He said, I was brainwashed into killing Debbie and Maria in November 1971. And he then goes on to describe how he shot them and the place where their bodies were discovered. So interesting. Now yeah. uh, then there's Georgia Gear and Brooks Bracewell. They vanished from a school bus trip in 1974 after their fellow students heard them discussing their plan to skip school that day. So these two girls, they were 14 and 12. They were the victims of some of the most brutal violence to occur in the Mm. killing fields. When their bodies were discovered two years later, it was obvious that they had been bludgeoned to death before being shot. Oh, God. Yeah.
3: Next, there's Lynette Bibbs and Tamara Fisher. This happened in February of 1996. Their bodies were discovered days after they'd just been left in a rural lot and their murder remains unsolved, like several of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Then there's Heidi villareal Fi. She was a 23-year-old cocktail waitress. She disappeared in 1983. We're jumping around time-wise a bit. Uh, she was missing for months until one day someone's dog <sighs> carried a human skull to a nearby house in 1984. And, of course, those people called the police. And then the medical examiner uh, traced the body back to Heidi Fye. Um, it was also noted that Heidi had a lot of broken ribs, so possibly she was beaten to death.
4: Oh, God. Yeah.
3: Um, then there's Shelly Sykes. She was also a waitress at Gato's Restaurant at the Galveston Galveston Seawall in 1986. She was run off the road by John Robert King, who had been drinking all day. Cool. Yeah. Then Sykes' car was found next to the Interstate 45. Her body was never found. King confessed to the crime in from a motel in El Paso, but with no kind of body and no evidence, they weren't able to formally charge him, which is weird. If someone's like, I killed this person, yeah. you well, I guess that's true. I guess there's
4: no evidence. There's yeah, no you body. Can't. If there's no
3: body and nothing. Yeah, how can't. do you?
4: Huh. Where? So there's Laura Miller. She disappeared from League City in September 1984 while she was taking a quick trip to a convenience store to use a payphone. She was presumed missing until seven years later when police discovered her body while searching for clues about a Jane Doe whose remains were discovered near Miller's body. Due to her body's deterioration, her cause of death is yet to be determined. In 1986, two boys riding dirt bikes in League City, Texas, became sickened by a smell, and they found the two bodies of Laura Miller and 30-year-old Audrey Cook. And then five years later, in 1989, a group of horseback riders came upon another decomposing body as they roamed the area where the other bodies had been found, and it was the body of 34-year-old Donna Prudhomme. And the last murder happened in 2006. So they, I believe, has have stopped since then. I
3: wonder why.
4: Uh, 16-year-old Teresa Venegas was last seen walking near the Green K Subdivision on Halloween night. Oh, boy. Three days later, her body was found strangled and raped in a field across from Dickinson High School. So all 30 of these disappearances and murders went unsolved until a breakthrough in 2012. So 45-year-old Kevin Edison Smith was arrested and convicted of murdering Crystal Jean Baker in 1986. He was linked to the crime after he had been arrested on a drug charge in Louisiana in 2010. So at about the same time, a detective tested Crystal Baker's dress for DNA and a match was confirmed using advanced technology that was not available at the time of Crystal's disappearance. So a jury deliberated for about 30 minutes and they found Smith guilty. So he was sentenced to life in prison.
3: And then William Lewis Reese, a 50-year-old Texas man, uh, had been named a suspect in four of the murders and was charged with three of them. He had been charged in the murders of Tiffany Johnson who was 19, Jessica Kane who was 17 and Laura Smither who was 12. He's suspected but not charged in the death of Kelly Cox who was 20. He's serving a 60-year sentence for kidnapping when he led police to the remains of Jessica Kane and Kelly Cox in 2015. So he was already in prison when Yeah. That doesn't count as Double Jeopardy, right? Because it's other... No,
4: it's a new... It's a new one. New crime, I believe. Um, That's a good
3: movie, though. A local gas station attendant and sex offender, Michael Self, was asked to come to the police station for questioning. He said he was held in confinement for hours and couldn't leave until he made a confession. That's illegal.
4: Yes, it is.
3: Uh, He said he was held against a wall hit with a nightstick, and taunted by a police officer with his pistol who threatened to kill him if he did not confess. Self eventually agreed to confess, and he was forced to handwrite a confession to the murders of Shaw and Johnson. Dave Coburn, a local investigator, corroborated Self's story by claiming to have witnessed Morris treat a prisoner exactly the same way a year prior. Damn. But uh, how that I feel like I wouldn't stand up. The final signed confession by Self contains several discrepancies. Self stated he had dumped Sean Johnson's bodies in El Lago, which was 20 miles from the marsh where police discovered the remains. Self also wrote that he had strangled both girls to death, though reports from the medical examiner show no evidence of strangulation. His trial began on May 15, 1973, and concluded on September 18, 1974. He was charged with first-degree murder of Sharon Shaw and sentenced to life imprisonment. That kind of sucks. I don't think he did it.
4: Well, yeah. So three years later, in 1976, after this trial... Uh, Chief Don Morris and Deputy Tommy Deal, Tommy Deal, both of whom had worked on Self's case, were arrested what? and charged with multiple bank robberies dating back to 1972. So they were corrupt cops. Yeah. So Morris was sentenced to 55 years in prison and Deal was sentenced to 30 years. Fuck. And then Michael Self was denied parole multiple times. And then he eventually died in prison of cancer in 2000. So these well, I guess he cops. was a
3: sex offender, though, right? Yes. So he was already convicted as a sex offender aside from this? Yes. So that's bad.
4: That is bad, but I don't think he. Killed these people. Yeah. Okay. So on April 2nd, 1980. He's not a hero. He's not a hero, but he's not a murderer. He's not a murderer. In between, somewhere in between. Sounds like me. Yeah, I was going to say, like Maria.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's not. (laughs) Not a hero, hero, but not a murderer. murderer
3: a normal sex yeah. offender. Yeah, just a normal.
4: <laughs> just your normal kind of sex offender. No. your average, <laughs> above average sex offender. Above average, everyday sex offender. Yeah. So on April 2nd, 1980, a man in Taylor Lake, Texas, walked into the local police department and claimed to have been responsible for two murders. In his confession, the man said he tied the girls down with electrical cord, a detail that had not been released to the public. Oof. So the man, apparently suffering from psychosis, was eventually dismissed by the police, uh, despite his mention of the electrical cord, as well as the fact that he lived in close proximity to one of the victims.
3: I feel like if he was suffering from psychosis, that would be, like, more evidence yeah. that he did
4: it. It's weird that he knew this detail. Yeah. And they were like, whatever, he's crazy. Yeah. Well, I would be like, yeah, he's crazy. Probably killed people. Yeah. So then there's Edward Harold Bell. He was already a Texas inmate serving a 70-year sentence for the murder of Larry Dickens, who's an ex-Marine from Pasadena, when in 2011, he told the Houston Chronicle that he had committed a string of other homicides. He said he abducted and murdered girls as young as 12 who had disappeared from Galveston between 1971 and 1977. So he called the girls the 11 who went to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. But he was never prosecuted for any other murder besides that of Dickens, whom he shot and killed in 1978. And he shot him. He shot Dickens several times with two different guns minutes after Dickens confronted him, a serial sex offender who had just exposed himself to a group of neighborhood girls.
3: A lot of sex offenders.
4: Yeah, so tips that finally led to his arrest poured in after Bell became the subject of a 1992 Unsolved Mysteries episode. This is a fun fact. Buckle up. Okay. The, the show featured Matthew McConaughey <gasps> as Dickens in the actor's first TV role. I watched this episode. It's on YouTube. Really? really? How's
2: Matthew? He's
4: great. His first TV role ever. Yeah, so from this episode, this guy was found and arrested. And Matthew, what's M- the opposite of plummeted?
3: Rose. Skyrocketed. Skyrocketed to success.
4: Uh, This is the guy. Yeah, he also claimed he was brainwashed and forced to kill by a secret organization. What
3: secret organization is brainwashing all these quote unquote killers? The CIA, probably. Wait, do you think that this was during, was this during MKUltra? A lot of these were in the. He
2: said it was called the program. Oh, do you think it was AI? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding he
4: eventually he just died in prison in 2019
3: program 70s for some reason the date the 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 dating game keeps coming up when i Googled Oh, because the...
2: wasn't there a, a serial killer on the dating game there was yeah
3: contestant on dating game show turned out to be a serial killer what yeah, I,
2: that's who you would pick
4: <laughs>
3: 100%. I want to ask dating one more question to Ted. A yeah. <laughs> 100%. If,
4: if we were on a first date, what would you cook me? <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: that Alcala, someone sometimes known as a dating game killer, because his 1978 appearance on the dating game in the midst of his murder spree,
3: that's he just had time to plop on TV. What is he, crazy? Rodney
4: Alcala.
3: Rodney let's see oh if he's my hot god. Rodney I s- this guy is hot I so sw- this guy is uh, hot as hell wait Are hold on. Out that's, of a, your that's mind? a bad picture that's a bad picture that's a bad picture <laughs> that guy is creepy as hell oh he's I like his face I like his face too he looks hot as an old man he kind of looks like a
2: weird owl oh no? my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god that Ed- guy's hot. Edward
3: I would cho- I would choose him on the on the dating. Well, you, you wouldn't would. be able to
4: see him. Yeah. Why is
3: that how it worked?
4: Well, they had are divided. It's like love is blind. I was like blonde. love is blind. Yeah.
3: You were in a pod?
2: You were not in a pod. You, you were, were just just you on said diff- separate sides. number 1. I
3: look like the type of girl he would murder.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he would definitely murder me if we went on a
3: date. Stunning blonde. Yeah, stunning blonde. Well, damn. I, I good thing I got out of that one. You tell me If you saw this guy getting coffee in Silver
2: Lake, which with the mustache, that's him now. That's him now on a parole hearing. I'd say, excuse me, sir. Can you move over? I'm ordering. Really? What would you do? Would you ask him
3: on a date? I would be like, hello. What's your deal? Yeah, I'd check. I would check for a wedding ring if I saw (laughs) that guy. A hundred percent. You guys. This is my question for listeners. Google Rodney Alcala and tell us if he is. Hot, Hot as, as hell. hell. Wow. Gu- There's a movie about it. Oh, of course. Guillermo Diaz previews getting into the mind of Rodney Alcala for The Dating Game Killer. Oh, yeah. I wonder if
4: it's out. Five out of ten stars that's, on IMDb. That's pretty grim. I'll watch it anyways. Yeah.
3: We should do an episode on The Dating Game yeah, Killer. Yeah. I'm into Fun! this. What? I'm so glad we got into this. <laughs> Robert Abel, an article in Texas Monthly from 1999, says, Lawmen think the retired NASA engineer could be responsible for the deaths or disappearances of several young women who lived in the coastal plain between Houston and Galveston. There's only one problem. They don't got enough evidence to arrest him. In fact, they don't have any. They got none. Yeah, they got none. So why do we think Robert Abel is guilty? One of the victim's fathers, Tim Miller, uh, whose daughter Laura Miller was found uh, murdered, became determined to find the killer. I feel like it's always vigilantes who end up finding the killer. Yeah, yeah. In 1986, 16-year-old Laura went to a parking lot to call her boyfriend because the Millers just moved to League City and they didn't have a phone at home. But she never returned home that night. Laura suffered from epilepsy. Who among us don't? So when she did not return home on time, her parents first called the nearest hospitals. Then Tim and Janet went to the police, but the police suggested that maybe she ran home or killed herself.
4: That's like so... That's such a police thing If the to
3: police do. were like, she probably killed herself. That's yeah, so intense. Crazy. That's so mean. Yeah. None of the investigators noticed that about 11 months before Laura disappeared, Another woman had disappeared from that same parking lot. It was Heidi Fye, the one who yeah. whose head was found in the dog's mouth. Yeah. Tim, I could have probably phrased that more.
4: Whose head was found in the dog's <laughs> I mouth? I probably
3: could have phrased that better. <laughs> Tim Miller was adamant about connecting these murders, but it took the police years to finally take him seriously.
4: Yeah, they like did not believe. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah,
3: she's probably killed herself. Yeah, she's a woman. She's yeah. hysterical. They started looking into six-year-old Robert Abel, a former Na- a former NASA engineer who owned a ranch near the oil fields. He helped create the Saturn series of rockets that sent Apollo teams to the moon. When the police first came to him with questions he was very enthusiastically interested in the details of the investigation offering uh to help as much as possible and he lent a search team of horses yeah
4: from his ranch great so he was all about helping out yeah but his behavior was suspicious Mm. so the police detective said abel is a serial sexual offender who displays the kind of rage and violent behavior that's often seen in serial killers.
3: Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, because this is the guy he he his his ex said that he beat his horses. Yes. He used to yes. beat his horses with a pipe. Yes. Yeah.
4: So Robert's third former wife contacted the lead investigator and said that Robert had an anger issue. Yeah. She saw him beat horses. Uh, one of Robert's other wives broke up with him only after 41 days of marriage because he was furious with her for not wanting to have sex. He said to her, if you ever deny me sex again, I'll kill you. Maria, you've said that, right? (laughs) Once or twice. Just a few times. So the FBI conducted a psychological profiling test and concluded that he was likely to be a serial killer. So the FBI got a search warrant for his house and his ranch, and they brought in cadaver dogs to search for bodies, but nothing tied him to the crime scenes. Tim Miller, however was still convinced he was a murderer. So he basically stalked him for years. He sat outside his house. He even dug up his ranch to look for bodies. He was convinced that this was the guy who killed his daughter. And so people in the community would call him a killer and they would harass him. This guy, Robert... He eventually committed suicide in 2005 because he would have like ranch tours. I believe that was his, yeah. and he wasn't getting any business because well, right. Tim Miller was like, "You're a murderer, you killed my daughter," and so he was just like going deeper into debt. Eventually, I mean, there's no evidence that ties this guy to the crime.
3: Yeah, he he could have just been a weird sex and or whatever. Tim
4: Miller eventually went to him and apologized. Oh, and was really? was like, I'm sorry that I have done this to you. This was like... I ruined your life. Yeah, right whatever. before he committed suicide. Oh, God. And so this guy, Tim Miller, he founded a nonprofit search organization, which is called the Texas EquiSearch to search for missing people. And so far, the volunteers have found more than 400 people and about 238 bodies.
2: Holy shit. So
4: this guy, Tim Miller, he eventually you know, turned his obsession into something good. But him, like, accusing this Robert guy yeah, was, like, kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, without
3: any real evidence. there's
4: zero evidence.
3: Do you guys, I just sent you a test. Do you want to take it? A test? Yeah, it's already... Is it MIS? Could, oh, no. Could you be a killer? Okay. One how applicable is the following statement to you? One, I am smooth, engaging, charming, and charismatic. Yes. Not shy or (laughs) self-conscious. I speak as if I know what I'm talking about. I don't wait my turn to speak either. Not at all. It's sometimes the case perfectly described. I'm going to say it's sometimes the case.
4: I would say it's sometimes the case. How applicable is the statement?
3: I am extraordinary, simply superior to most (laughs) people, and I don't mind making others aware of this fact
4: perfectly describes me
3: <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna say not at all i'm gonna
4: say not at, all. Yeah, <laughs> not at all
3: i get bored easily but taking risks makes me feel alive if a project is dull i often don't complete it yes interesting i'm gonna say it's sometimes I get the case bored
4: easily but t- i'm gonna say I perfectly get, I'm like,
3: describes i'm always bored yeah but i don't know if i like taking risks
2: I'm doing it by myself over here, and I have a feeling... I'm I'm doing it so the I'm listeners can
4: play along. <laughs> oh.
3: uh, I lie to make life a bit easier. I can be inscrupulous, cunning, and even downright deceitful. No.
4: Sometimes the case.
3: <laughs> I cheat people out of stuff, and I don't feel bad about it. No. no at all. I think like before I got sober, some of these maybe. Sure. I don't often feel guilty when people have it coming to them. I don't feel bad at all when they are hurt. I don't really connect with people or feel close to them. And if somebody gets offended, I don't care at all. I agree. I don't really connect with people. I don't feel close to people, really, but I also do care if people get offended. So maybe it's a sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. I freeload if I can. I get people to pay for me. Oh, yes. No. 100%. That is, I did take a free coffee in that $8. Sometimes oh, yeah, the I case. think I
4: do owe Maria like 20 bucks for coffee. Or <laughs>
3: I can't wait. I get impatient and irritated when things don't happen fast or the way I want it. Perfectly describes me. Yeah, sometimes the case. (laughs) Sex is no big deal. I go from one relationship to another easily and have had more than one relationship at the same time. In fact, I like to bed as many people as possible.
4: I'm too lazy for that. Not at all. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I don't have long-term goals. I'm not sure what I want to do with my life.
4: Perfectly. <laughs> <describes me. Uh-oh. laughs>
3: I get tempted real easy. I'm impulsive and take risks. I,
4: I'd say I'm going to do it sometimes. Yeah.
3: My work is often sloppy. I'm often late to work and I break promises. Honestly, sometimes the case. Sorry. Oh, my God.
4: I just got my score. Oh
3: my God, are you a a killer? Okay, let's all reveal the scores at the same time. I try and avoid responsibility and problems are rarely my fault. Even better if I can shift responsibility onto others. When I was a teenager, I committed crimes. I was a bully at school.
2: Were you a bully, Allie?
3: I don't think so. Other people might. I once had to go to the principal because I called a
2: girl Queen Laquifa. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Queen Laquifa? Oh cuz like a queef? Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
3: But that's it. I have committed many kinds of crimes. Well, okay, this is getting weirder by the second. <laughs> you scored a 10.
4: Oh. I would not hurt a fly. I got an eight. I wouldn't hurt a fly either. Oh, good. Uh oh, Melissa, what did you get? Sorry, I had to reload my web page. It's sure. I got that. I, yeah.
2: I got the, Yeah. I don't know. What my, weird. I don't know. Like my computer is. crashed. If you huh. if you score over thirty, you would have you would have matched you with a profile of a person that suffers from psychopathy.
4: Up, uh, Corona. 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 You know, you don't sneeze when you have coronavirus because it's a like a flu. Oh.
2: Oh, well, then... So you
3: I had a 100-degree fever for one day, which is why I had to cancel, but then oh. it went
4: away.
2: Mm. Fun. Yeah, but it, if you
3: have corona, I heard it's like 103.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, it's okay.
3: way higher. But I did I did have flu symptoms, and then I had a 100-degree fever, but it went
2: away. Okay, well, good to know now that we're trapped in this room with you. <laughs>
3: I canceled.
2: But,
3: yeah. But then I uncanceled
4: why this this stops loading after question okay, 13 so Mal- for me <laughs> melissa
3: allegedly can't take the test Little Sure. okay but maria and i wouldn't hurt a fly okay so should we get back to it then i guess so then mark Rollins, uh who's this other dude who is in prison confesses to some murders this is from usa today uh a texas prisoner has admitted to be- killing one of the women whose body was dumped in the killing fields. Mark Roland Stallings tells what happens 25 years ago. I'd walk right out and point straight to where she was, Stallings says. You knew from the moment you picked her up? Stallings says, exactly. When I picked her up, I knew what I was going to do. Stallings picked up a young woman on Telephone Road near Interstate 610. He described her as trashed, wasted, skin barely over her bones, emotionally gone. He said they went to the motel and did drugs. I ended up getting the seatbelt and hit her in the head with the seat buckle and then wrapped the seatbelt over her neck and choked her out. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, The decomposed body was found months later in 1991. They were never able to identify the woman known as Janet Doe. So, yeah, this guy just uh, confessed in prison to one of the killings.
4: That seems – it's weird because that seems like a – common thing to do
3: yeah once you're in prison just confess to more stuff because i think
4: if you're like a serial killer and you're in prison like you're obsessed with your ego and like yeah i killed this person you just want to take responsibility for it to like seem cool or whatever i i think it
3: could be like one of two things well he seems to kind of be boasting yeah maybe it's either like you are boasting or it's that you want to clear your conscience, conscience and you're like i did this i did this i did this you know
4: yeah Or you want
2: to get attention or you'll get some sort of plea deal or something. Or not plea deals. If you say like, oh, oh, I can tell you all this stuff if you want to know. Yeah, maybe.
4: Who knows? So
3: some theories. Obviously, these are all different serial killers. And they're all dumping these women here.
4: Mm -hmm. I
3: read an article that made a good note that it's it's not something new to dump bodies by a freeway.
4: Yeah, that seems like a pretty common thing especially with the mob but they just dump yeah. bodies like
3: there's more apparently there's more um bodies dumped on next to freeways in los angeles than there are on the texas killing fields. but in that really? small
2: amount of like because isn't it just like a small it's portion? like 25
4: miles like i don't square know miles
3: i read that like in the in the serial killer in the height of serial killers with like richard ramirez and stuff that they were finding I don't know. It's probably not over the same like span of time and maybe condensed area, but that they that they've found more bodies next to freeways in Los Angeles probably than huh. That's interesting. It's so cold in here.
4: Yeah. Cold. It is. It's freezing it's cold. outside. It is. cold. It's like
3: winter outside. It's yeah. It's really cold. Another idea I have is just that the marshland. It's easy for for bodies to decompose and all be found. Sure, we've talked about
4: yeah because it's it's wet. The bodies will just. You can't identify that. I mean, because it took, you know, so long to identify the bodies. Yeah. That by that time, the killer can get away with
3: it. What draws all these people to kill in this
2: area? I think it's a passing. It's there's it's it's out in the middle of nowhere. And it's it's where people can get on the road right away and drive
4: out of town. Oh, it's close to Mexico, right? Is it? It's southeast Texas. They can just dump it and go across the border and be gone forever. What was the thing you call it? It was um, the program.
2: Program, well, it's not. See this, the, the it, it's actually not close to Mexico. It's not because it's the way I said that was so funny. <laughs> you, know, Melissa, actually, you know, it's actually it's not. I, I didn't I want don't, to say this, but actually, it's not close to Mexico because the I ninety five is that what road it is or forty five? The, the forty five it goes. Galveston is right on the ocean. Oh, Galveston's on the ocean on the Gulf of Mexico, and so you'd have to then take you'd have to go west quite a ways to get to mexico you have to
4: double back and go oh all the way down to corpus christi okay but if damn texas is big (laughs) sorry it's huge (laughs) damn texas is Texas is big
3: maybe it was mk ultra
2: he says there's an there's a video of him being interviewed where he's like if i'm lying to you about this program that i'm crazy and i'll tell you that right now but this is true That I was brainwashed with this
4: program. What year was he again? I scored a 15.
2: No, you did not. Yeah, I did. Does it say you wouldn't hurt a fly? What does it say? Does it say you would hurt a fly? No, it says
3: she's mostly normal. Broadly normal. (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys score? I got an 8. I got a 10.
4: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Broadly normal. I think that's cool, Melissa. There was, on Curb Enthusiasm, Larry David said something really funny how he... What if that's that's where your <laughs> sentence ended? <laughs> he was talking to someone about wanting to kill people and he was like, you know, he's like, you don't have the mind of a killer. I have the mind of a killer. I just want to kill people all the time. Like, you don't think like that.
2: I was like, yeah, that's me. That's, I think about killing people all the time. Yeah, me too. Okay.
3: Maybe we were lying on taking yeah, a Yeah, you test. guys were
2: lying. Well, but I want it. But it's when they do something annoying, right? Yeah, it's not like I just sit there thinking about it. It's just like I look at certain people and I go, "Honestly, would anyone miss you? Would anyone miss would you? Would anyone miss
4: you? Yeah, <laughs> who
3: would
2: know you're gone?
4: Mm-hmm. When was the program guy? When did he kill? Was that Edward Harold Bell between 1971 and 1977?
3: Well, MK Ultra was quote unquote ended in 1973, so maybe mm. maybe it was under MK Ultra. Yeah, all the murders started in 1971. Brainwashing in the 70s.
4: Well, because uh, the Unabomber was part of the uh, right. MK Ultra. Okay,
3: so maybe it was CIA programming. CIA Texas. Wait, what? Oh, that's the Culinary Institute of America.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like, they're being really open. And it seems like anyone can join. What does CIA stand for?
4: Central, Central Intelligence, Intelligence Agency. Agency. Well, okay. I was just testing. <laughs> <The> Central Intelligence <laughs> Agency,
3: Texas. <laughs> 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 okay. Requirements for CIA jobs in Texas. <laughs> Requirements for joining the CIA. You only have to have a GPA of 3.0 or higher. Oh my God. Wow. I could join. Do you know I have these dreams sometimes that I forgot that I actually failed one of my courses or like I didn't go to a like a whole class and then I find out like now that I actually didn't graduate college?
2: That's a recurring dream you have? Yeah. I have a recurring dream that I'm in college and, I, and I'm failing or I, I realize I have to do a huge project
4: that I can never get done in time. I have a dream that (laughs) I'm in college and I stop going and I never get the credits. Oh, wait, no, that's (laughs) real life. It's real life.
3: Okay, well, maybe it was MKUltra. I'm like trying to find CIA stuff, but.
4: I mean, it was around the same time. Yeah. One of my theories is that it's Robert Durst tell me more because he was in galveston in the 70s okay and he murdered remember that guy he his neighbor slash friend that he murdered and he dismembered yes he threw the torso into the galveston bay yes and we all know robert durst is did you know we've all seen the robert durst the (gasps) documentary cough into your elbow not your hand you here's what Allie just did
2: Allie coughed into her hands and then looked at me as to tell me that what she just did was wrong, but she directed it at me, like I did it.
3: I have a hand wipe.
4: We've got disinfectant wipes here. Okay, but we've all seen the Robert Durst documentary, yeah, yeah. and where the end, he's like, what, are we talking to himself? He's like, I killed them all, of course. Yeah. yeah, you know that was edited. What do you mean? He didn't say that. He didn't mean? say that. He said those words, but not in that context. Oh, those words. He liars. said the actual. He was talking
3: c- about crushing a bag of Doritos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually,
4: <laughs> yeah. He said, I don't know what you expected to get. I don't know what's in the house. Oh, I want this. I killed them all. Of course. I want to do something new. There's nothing new about that he was right can
2: you do that yeah
4: that's what documentarians do all the time now yeah he's like he was right i was wrong the burping i'm having difficulty with the question what the hell did i do so they took what he said is what the hell or what the hell did i do kill them all of course they switched those he was talking to himself like oh what do they want me to say i killed them all of course
3: that's fucked up dude
4: yeah they edited the what the hell did i do killed them all of course
3: my god we so should he's be Robert Durst truthers here.
4: Yeah, I mean he for sure. Killed. This is
3: your number one pro Robert Durst podcast. <laughs> no,
4: Allie. I mean he admitted to dismembering that dude's body. Robert Durst. No, no Robert no. Durst. No, His trial um, justice is, for Durst is currently justice happening. For Durst. Right? Beverly Hills,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Beverly with an E. Yeah. Oh my God! I have a real the problem dukes. with uh, Craig, and I both have problems with modern documentaries because yeah. All of those all of the documentarians or not all but a lot of them insert themselves. Oh, yes. so much. Where it's like I was I was turning 27 and I decided that I'd never gotten to know and it's like it's stop inserting yourself. Every documentarian wants to be the star of their own documentary. Did now. you see the
3: one about like the magician? What was that one about the magician who like does crack?
4: no what no <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm interested, interested
2: it, it was it another one where it was like the documentarian like it's all and it ended up being just entirely
3: about them do, oh, wait, just,
2: oh it's so crack. stop i only want to see a documentary the if you have using, jonathan like, oh my
4: god yes yes it, oh yes yes the magician who does crack <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I watched that, <laughs> and it ended up just being totally about the
2: documentarian.
3: Yes, it was I hate that. It should, yes. You should have
2: footage. If it's not, if you don't have like capturing the freeman Freedman's footage, that, then oh, I don't. Then then I don't know it. what you're doing.
3: I love capturing the Freedmans. It's so like if good. you don't have good. that
2: kind of footage, what are you doing?
3: Yeah. Like, if someone in the family isn't a party clown, get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
2: a great quote. Get out. Get,
3: get out. out. Yeah, man. So anyways, to sum it all up, a lot of people were murdered. It was bad. It all happened in this field.
2: Why do you think it stopped? That's a good question. Well,
4: maybe because what's his face? Edward Harold Bell is in prison and he died. And then the other suspect, William Lewis Reese, another suspect, he went to jail for killing one of them. Can I ask you guys something? Mm. It wasn't me. <laughs>
2: yes. Why do you think oh that? My God, <laughs> here we go. Why do you think that? Come the mid nineties, early two thousands, all of a sudden there is a drop in the serial killer market. So celebrity serial killers. I think
3: the satanic panic kind of thing ended. I think there was a big in the in the 70s and 80s there was a big like satanic panic glorifying murder weird yeah thing going on and then it kind of subsided cuz we don't really glorify serial killers
4: Yes we do as much as we used to right? I don't think I don't like
3: Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Richard Ramirez I mean not so much Sean Wayne Gacy, but I think like Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, people were like, I wanna have sex with them. OJ well, OJ OJ's-
2: I like how Allie's in her mind going, Well, not so much Sean Wayne Gacy, <laughs> but <laughs> the Bridget Rivera He was Bunny. a really good yeah. artist, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs>
3: no, but <laughs> seriously, but like, oh, think about it. Like OJ Simpson, although he wasn't really a serial killer, we're not as much like sexually fan. Like, yeah. but there's
2: no like the Hollywood Hangman or something like that. Like, like there's like the Zodiac. N- yeah, there's like not these things where like they're sending in riddles to the newspaper. And well, I stuff. think because
4: people are getting caught sooner now. Yeah, that is maybe. true. Maybe that's it. You know, with cell phones. I well, think yeah. they yeah. ten- probably are, though but
3: it's just not as big news because there's maybe it's the opposite. Maybe there is that, but there's just so much of it that it's not being publicized. I
2: think if there was like a Hollywood hangman, and I'm copywriting that term.
4: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be the Hollywood hangman, you got to email Maria.
2: Um, If there was a a Hollywood hangman, like people would be enthralled by a story like that. Yeah. Uh, But there just isn't, there just isn't any
4: more. Well, because the wow. reason Ted Bundy was able to get away Maybe from Maybe that's a void is, you can fill. Yeah.
2: I don't want to fill it. I don't want people to die. I don't want well, there to Well, Melissa,
4: Melissa can fill it.
2: Yeah, I got this one. <laughs> She's broadly normal.
4: <laughs> I have the mind of a killer. <laughs> but
2: I just think it's interesting that there was this time. I mean, all the way back yeah. to like Jack the Ripper and stuff. And it's like now there's just no... There's like not that that lore behind killers. Well,
3: maybe people can find fame in different ways now because there's the internet. They can just so be maybe, YouTube stars, or
4: podcasters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
3: maybe, maybe people who wanted to get fame they could only find like sociopaths could only find fame through murder. Like if
4: Logan Paul or Jake Paul were not famous, they didn't have YouTubers, the YouTube out They'd be murderers. They'd be murderers. They're psychopaths. That's yeah. such a good point yeah. that Allegedly. I made, and
3: then everyone else piggybacked on okay
2: (laughs) i also do you also think that it's something where like now people can just search the internet and like get their rocks off on things that they don't have to like there there's not this as much repression as to like it's like that weird kitten documentary oh don't
3: kill kittens or don't fuck with cats don't fuck with cats yeah did he kill yeah he did kill he ended yes. up killing now someone. there's
2: yes. like now there's like mass shootings not serial killers right, right.
4: well because have we found the zodiac killer yet yes yeah, it's, it's ted cruz oh yeah it's ted cruz <laughs> <laughs> he ate a booger do you know that ted cruz is self-quarantining <laughs> yeah what does because that even he mean? shook the hand of a guy who tested positive for coronavirus i probably have corona
2: i would self-quarantine I will. I live my life like I'm self quarantined yeah. yeah. anyway.
3: You know, he ate a booger.
2: Yeah, of course he did.
3: He also posted porn. Oh, I can't even look at the evening. Oh, yeah, he accidentally tweeted.
2: <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. I'm
3: not Googling that. I honestly, I, that really. Don't made look me at nauseous. it. I know I had to close it. I had to close it. Ew.
4: <laughs> did you Google it? No, I'm not Googling no it. One no, else Gru- want, no
2: one else wants Gru- to see <laughs> that. Google Cruz eat Booger no. and then
3: go to images. I'm not doing it. It was during the debate, a little booger went on his lip it- and and then Ew. he licked it off.
2: I don't want to know.
3: It's really gross. God. <laughs> that really just not, that's going to like stick in my brain all day. It's just why, why did that rumor even start? Well, because he is probably. <laughs> I think we could probably end on that, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you have any um, theories about <laughs> Melissa, brought up a good point. Where did all the serial killers go?
2: I brought, Maria that brought up <laughs> a good point. She, <laughs> <What?
4: laughs> Jeez, I am touching my face constantly. I touch my face ten thousand times a day. Yeah, it's bad. I can't stop. I, I never just did touch
0: it. my face.
3: Oh okay. man, good well, for you. Great. Okay, so where. You know that song where what it, uh where, where is the love all the cowboys gone? <laughs> gone? Yes, where, of all, <laughs> where of all the cowboys gone but with serial killers?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh,
3: you get me ready in your 56 Chevy. Oh, don't I don't go sit down in
2: the shade Where did yeah. all the serial killers, killers go. Yeah. It's an interesting question. I wonder if probably someone's done a thesis on it or something. Yeah, so if
3: you yeah, know, so know any information. Your Yes. Uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You
4: can email your thesis to webcrawlerspod <laughs> at com, yes. or send us a message on Twitter or Instagram. Or, or... leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. At 626-604-6262. Bye. Bye.
0: Original.
1: Powered by ACAS.